I first noticed it when I was sat down for tea watching Hollyoaks and Minnie was beside me. I glanced at her while eating my corned beef sandwich and I swear to you, Lou, she looked just like the characters on the show. She was pulling all the same faces, like she was mimicking them. Louise, wow, that's quite remarkable, Jimbo. Tell us, does Minnie Moo do this during any other shows? No, only Hollyoaks. I think it's because she likes that Tony Hutchinson. Well, she's only human. No, wait, she's a cow. Well, that was yet another fascinating edition of Piddleton's Pets. Next up, your local headlines. Piddleton FM With your host... Louise Morgan. Good morning, Piddleton. I'm Louise Morgan, and here are your headlines. Piddleton has awoken to an existential crisis this morning, with the news that the chickens of Manaway Farm aren't laying any eggs. Manaway Farm is the largest farm in Piddleton, with a great number of free-range chickens, which provide the egg supply to the town's quiche factory. Piddleton Quiche Factory is the biggest and most profitable industry in the area and provides more than 400 jobs to residents. With the sudden cut to the egg supply, production has stopped and hundreds of workers were sent home when they arrived for their shifts this morning. Naturally, many employees are worried about their job security. I'm very worried about my job security. I'm also very worried about the Goliath birdie a tarantula migrating here from South America. But that's not to do with the chickens. Just something that's been on my mind. And the main reason that I tuck my trousers into my socks. An inquiry has begun into why the Manaway hens have suddenly stopped laying eggs. We caught up with leading chicken expert and Piddleton's favourite vet, Kitty Connors, who has been placed in charge of the investigation. These lovely little fluffles haven't been wanting to lay the eggs. No, no, no. You don't want to lay the silly little eggs. Don't you clucky cluck? You just want to eat your silly willies. Sit in your little box in wax. You want to let those eggy wax because you're too stressed. Aren't you, Eddie? And you're very stressed. You're very stressed out. You bothered letting in. Okay, Kitty. So, what I'm getting from that, just about, is that the hens are suffering from stress, so they don't want to lay any eggs. What do we think is causing the stress, Miss Connors? Has a big bad wolf come in here and given you all a spoken? Yes, a big nasty wasty foxy woxy. Or maybe Mrs. Fenton didn't keep her book on its lead again and he's running here and scared chicken chicken's giving you all a big fright, hasn't he? And now you're all chicken. Naughty Mrs. Fenton, naughty Mrs. Fenton. She doesn't bring Buddy in for his jabs either. No, she doesn't. She's a bad doggy mummy, bad, bad doggy mummy. We don't like her, that witchy bitch. We get the picture. Thank you, Kitty, for that highly professional breakdown. It seems as though the hens have had a bit of a fright and are too stressed to lay their eggs. Let's hope Kitty Itty Bitty can calm them down. The management at the quiche factory are considering other methods of egg supply but have so far been unsuccessful, with Puddle Dock refusing to share their supply of eggs as all the eggs laid by their hens are placed in an exclusive high-end sanctuary until they hatch as fully formed chicks. The sanctuary provides each hen and egg with a velvet cushion and Egyptian cotton throw. 
grass-scented candle and hourly chakra cleansing. All materials are sustainably sourced, of course, and hence are given the option to leave and roam free at any time, which most do, as they are chickens. The sudden lack of eggs and therefore lack of quiche has also caused concern amongst residents for the tradition of the annual Piddleton quiche roll, which takes place in just a few weeks at the Piddleton Spring Fair. The quiche roll involves residents baking a large quiche, a metre in diameter, and attempting to roll it all the way to the top of the hill without it breaking. The resident who arrives at the top of Diddle Hill first wins a free tour of the quiche factory, free bottle of plum cider, and a giant inflatable rolling pin, which must be returned the following year for the next winner. Previous winners include arm wrestling champion Josie Tarbuck, who is no longer allowed to compete after winning six years in a row. The panel of judges claimed it was too easy for her since her last win in 2009, when she made it to the top of the hill in 31 seconds, using just one hand and on crutches from an ankle sprain. No word yet from the competition organisers as to whether the egg shortage will affect the running of the rolling. Repairs have begun on the damage done to Piddleton over the last week due to the war with Puddle Dock. Sugar supplies have been restored, potpourri has been removed from all on-the-bar snack bowls, and topiary has been recut into non-offensive shapes. The war was brought to an end with a peace protest by star-crossed lovers Abby Day from Piddleton and her boyfriend Curtis from Puddle Dock. Their undying love inspired a peace treaty between the towns. It's been confirmed by an anonymous source that Abby and Curtis broke up the day after the peace protest when Curtis didn't like Abby's Instagram post within 10 minutes. It's been rumoured that she is now dating a college musician who goes by the name of Johnny V. Hood. Oh, that's a shame. I really thought things would work out for those two. It was written in the stars. Heartbreaking, isn't it? Yes, another man unable to give his woman the attention she deserves. Is it so much to ask for a like on your new picture? Or to come and see you a little more often? Or to take your career as a radio broadcaster seriously instead of just focusing solely on his father's insurance firm and his middle management position and pressuring you to give up on your dreams and start a family? Are you okay, Louise? Yes. Sorry. Sorry. I'm fine. Just... A little too stressed to be laying any eggs yet. Exactly. Next up, listeners, the weather with Wendy Withers. Good morning, Piddleton. The sun is shining, the birds are singing, and I've got a spring in my step like a post-colonoscopy patient. That's right, Piddletowners. Happy days are here again, as we are finally greeted by spring. We can expect rays of sunshine, a warm temperature, occasionally interrupted by a mild breeze, like when your husband stops you in the middle of your best dinner party story to announce that he needs the loo, only to break your flow and ruin your punchline because he doesn't want you to get too much praise and ultimately strives to make your every waking moment a misery. Thursday promises to be our hottest day with temperatures reaching a scorching 15 degrees. Be sure to whip out your light cardigans for that. You know, like the pastel pink one you wore to Donna's barbecue last year that you left on the hammock to keep your place when you went to top up your Prosecco. And when you returned, Sue Heffer had sat her beside right on top of it as if she didn't see a thing. When you know full well she was eyeing up your comfy hammock seat from her perch on the kids' swing, which coincidentally broke shortly after. 
So you went and found her homemade delicately iced cake on the buffet table and stuffed your fist right through the centre of the fondant flowers, then chucked the whole thing in the dog's bowl and laughed uncontrollably into your eighth glass of Prosecco when she leapt up to shoo the German shepherd away and you got your hammock seat back. That cardigan. Well, you enjoy the sun rays, my lovely piddle towners. And that's your weather warning from me. Wendy Withers. Okay, yes, but you have to put yourself first. If you want to focus on your career, don't let him dictate. Welcome back, listeners. I hope you enjoyed that wonderful weather report from the ever-charming Wendy. Next up, the Piddleton Arts Show with renowned critic Archie Banks. The Piddleton Arts Show with Archie Banks. Cracking down on culture. The Chiaro Scuro would have Caravaggio spinning in his grave. The falsetto set my teeth on edge. I expect more from you, Sevens. I don't know art, but I know what I like. All right, listeners, thanks for tuning in. It's lucky I made it into the studio today, since I was seriously concerned that my ears would still be bleeding from the St Mary's Primary Year 6 recorder concert that I was obliged to attend last night. The recorder is an appalling instrument. It's essentially a glorified whistle. But that's not to say it can't still be played tunefully. Although if you attended last night's performance, you'd seriously doubt that. The students were sloppy, under-rehearsed and lacking heavily in professionalism. With one student simply stopping halfway through three blind mice to go and have a wee. It completely shattered the ambiance of the show and broke the focus for the remaining performers who broke into a bout of giggles. The choice of songs was Neanderthal with a dull and limited range from Ferrashaka to Patacake Patacake Baker's Man. The only bold song choice was a rendition of Gangnam Style which was surprisingly moving when played on 30 recorders. It actually brought a tear to my eye at one point, although that may have been because I was sat next to Dorothy Briars, who always seems to reek of vapour up and spent most of the concert leaning over me to get yet another toffee sweet from her daughter, who was sat the other side of me. I think I was high from the fumes by the end of the night, but it did steer off my cold. I'll give her that. The players themselves were disappointing. Very few had actually mastered the recorder, with some students not using any finger technique and simply blowing through the mouthpiece as hard as they could, with little Jimmy Wilton turning the exact shade of red my first wife went when the bailiffs carried our plasma TV down the street in front of all the nosy neighbours. The kids had no sense of rhythm or timing, and the tuneless whistling really started to wind me up. It reminded me of the whistles that the guards used to break up fights. I'll never forget those high-pitched notes echoing around the prison cells as Freefinger Fred pounced onto Rolls-Royce, who had been done for selling dodgy second-hand cars. He couldn't half take a punch. Freefinger Fred became one-finger Fred after Rolls-Royce clamped down on two of those digits. I remember his screaming being a rather shrill E-flat, which harmonised nicely with the guards' whistles, despite the blood. We all had a laugh at the funeral, but Freefinger Freddy would never carry a tune again. But of course, well done to the Year 6 students of St Mary's Primary for their minimal effort and half-baked attempt at a concert. 
I'm sure your mums and dads were very forgiving. Well, that's all we have time for, folks. I've been Archie Banks, and you've been mediocre. Next up, People of Piddleton. People of Piddleton with Louise Morgan. Welcome, listeners, to the part of the show where we get to hear your stories and have your thoughts on the latest events in Piddleton. The town has ground to a halt this morning with the shattering news that the chickens of Manaway Farm have stopped laying eggs due to stress and therefore the egg supply to the quiche factory has run dry and production has been temporarily stopped. We've got the manager of the quiche factory, Kathleen Henderson, on the line now. Kathleen, how are you coping? Oh, well, don't even ask. I've not stopped all morning trying to solve this absolute nightmare. No eggs. No eggs at a blooming quiche factory. Uh, it's a joke. And all this about the hens being too stressed to lay eggs. What a load of pavlova. And I'm the one running round like a headless chicken. Which is exactly what they'll be if they don't start popping out my eggs. Right. I understand this must be very frustrating for you. Kathleen, can you confirm whether the workers who were sent home from their shifts today will still be paid? Oh yeah, they'll still get their money. Don't worry about that. Oh, it's me who'll be paying the price. The powers that be at head office will no doubt be taking our losses straight out of my pocket and into theirs. Oh, that's just how it goes. I'll be living on the breadline and everyone else will be living the life of Miley. Same old story. Oh gosh, that sounds appalling. Have head office officially stated that to be the case? Well, no, they haven't said that, but that's just how things go. It's like last year when I wanted two weeks' holiday, but they refused to give it to me because, oh, Kath, she don't need a holiday. Oh, no, she can just work and work and work until she drops dead for a week, eh? As long as we get our quiche. Good Lord, did they really deny you your holiday? Well, no, they gave it to me, but I had to wait days for it to be confirmed. It's one more for one. Another all for Kath. Honestly, I must have mug written across my chin. Oh, God, I've got to go, Lou. I'm up to my nose in it here. My sky planner's just come up saying it's full. Just what I need on a day like today. Spent you later. Oh, blood. Thank you, Kathleen, for phoning in. Sounds like everyone's out to get poor Kath. Let's pray she can find the strength to clear her sky planner. Next up, we have a very special guest in the studio. Not only is he the celebrity guest who will be opening the Spring Fair and announcing the winner of the annual Piddleton Quiche Roll, but he is also a BBC radio broadcaster, philanthropist, world-renowned rock climber, jet ski champion, entrepreneur, grand national winner, accomplished musical prodigy, critically acclaimed author, astronaut, and not to mention one of my personal heroes. Listeners, I am very excited to welcome Sir Dominic King into the studio. Uh, hi, Louise. Thank you. But but I'm not a sir, and I don't think... You are in my eyes, sir. Firstly, can I just start by saying I absolutely loved your work on the Big Drive Home Show. Such assured broadcasting. Entertaining, insightful, and... Truly inspiring. Well, thank you again, but but I think there's been a mistake. I, I thought I was coming to Puddle Dock FM. <laughs> this is Puddle Dock FM. What? Is it? Uh, no. Sorry. 
Um, I'm supposed to be on Puddle Dock FM talking about opening their new vegan Tupperware gift shop. They've booked me for next week. I've had no bookings from Piddleston. Tun, Piddleton, yes, that's me. You're here. You're in the right place. I'm literally your biggest fan. How excited are you about announcing the winner of the big quiche roll? Well, not very, since I won't be doing it. I think a giant quiche roll sounds like a colossal waste of time and resources. No wonder you've run out of eggs. You are, of course, completely right. But what exactly do you think of how the egg disaster has been covered here on Piddleton FM? Good employable broadcasting, right? Wait, are you after my job, Louise? Did you get me here under false pretenses to try and climb the local radio broadcast ladder? I can assure you that is not my intention at all. Because I can assure you that wasting my precious time in a vain and underhand attempt to infiltrate the secretive and shadowy cabal of local radio broadcasting is something that my order takes very seriously. Sir Dominic, how dare you? The thought never crossed my mind. Please, can you get me a job on BBC Radio? Everyone here is insane. Ugh, I knew it. Please! I'm the only normal one. Of course you are. It's the same everywhere I go. No, really, please, get me out of here. No, Louise, if that's your real name. I shouldn't even be in this building, let alone speaking to you on air. I could be struck off, blacklisted, set on fire, or worse. Get me to Puddle Dock. I need a half-sweet, non-fat, caramel macchiato with soy milk stat. No, wait, please don't... And thank you, Dominic, for coming into the studio today. Next up, Piddleton Problems with agony aunt Conwenna Collins. She might be busy tonight. Oh, you're going to be okay, honestly. Piddleton Problems with agony aunt Conwenna Collins. I know you're grieving, my love, but you can't just replace your mum with a Pomeranian dog. Agony aunt? That makes me sound ancient. Well, he might have slid into your DMs, but that doesn't mean he gets to slide anywhere else. Good evening, my loves. Welcome to another edition of Piddleton Problems. My first problem tonight comes from Trudy Perswith, who has, and I can't quite get over this, texted in her problem. She's even used emojis. What? A terrific technical triumph Trudy is. Trudy texts, Dear Conwena, my daughter's hamster sadly passed away this morning and I don't know how to break the news to her. I've told her that Princess Fluffball is having a rest at the vet. Should I just buy a replacement so she won't have to find out? Or do I tell her the truth that her little pet has passed away? She is only five. Please help, Trudy. Then she's put a little hamster emoji and a skull and crossbones emoji. Ah, how sweet. Thank you for your text, Trudy, and I'm sorry for your loss. With regards to your daughter, you have to be honest with her. There's no point hiding the truth from her. She's going to find out about death sooner or later. After all, your parents will die, and you will die, so you've got to prepare her. I recommend that you sit her down and present her with a new hamster 
then kill it in front of her eyes. Really crush the life out of that chubby little fella, wring its furry neck with such gusto that she's forced to come to terms with the existential realisation that our fleeting and pathetic lives on this ball of rock in space are utterly meaningless unless someone loves us. Then be sure to remind her that everyone who loves her will eventually perish. She will be grateful for your honesty and for the knowledge that eventually we get to shuffle off our mortal coil and be at peace. It certainly helps me get through my day. And that's your problem solved. My next problem to solve comes from Janice Whitbread, who is suffering from nightmare neighbours. I've got her on the line now to tell us more. Hello there, Janice. Hello there, Conwenna. I love your show. We listen every night. Ah, thanks, love. Now tell us, Janice, what are your neighbours doing that has ruffled your feathers? Well, to be perfectly honest, I've really just had enough. They're a young couple that moved in three months ago and they are utterly rude. They are noisy, always blaring out horrendous hippity-hoppity music or having blazing rows at three o'clock in the morning. They park across our drive all the time and block us in and out. On top of that, we're always having to take in their parcels. They must get about 20 delivered a day and they're never in. So we have to take them and bring them round to them when they're home so they don't clutter our hallway. I'm just sick of it. Please help, Conwenna. What should I do? Oh, Janice, that sounds horrendous. What shoddy neighbours you've been dumped with. Okay, time to take action. You have to declare war between your houses. When they start playing loud, obnoxious music, post a bunch of fire alarms through their letterbox, along with a lit cigarette. When they park in front of your drive, build a brick house around their car. They'll soon get the message. You say you have to take in their parcels all the time. Well, you're not to curry a service. You start keeping their parcels for yourself. There might be some good bits in there. But, so you don't arouse suspicion, you give their parcels back to them, but replace the contents of them with live maggots, a rotting fish head and broken glass. Oh, really? I've got live maggots and broken glass, but where am I going to find a fish head? I could just try talking to them. Janice, woman, where's your pride? They're taking you for a ride. You've got to show them you mean business. And there is no better way to solve a neighbourly dispute than with sheer violence and a complete intolerance for reasonable discourse. Well, Conwenna, you do know what's best. So, I'll take your word for it. Thanks a lot. Yes, I do, love. Yes, I do. And that's another problem solved. Thank you for tuning in to Piddleton Problems. What a treat to get to help so many of you desperate, pathetic losers. It really feels good to give back. Night, night, my loves. Out and about in Piddleton with Louise Morgan.
Good evening, Piddleton. We are here live from Manaway Farm, where a brood of chickens have been unable to lay any eggs due to stress. I am joined by accomplished vet Kitty Connors, manager of the quiche factory Kathleen Henderson, and in the latest attempt at calming the chickens, Dharma Sunshine has been called in to perform a guided meditation for the chickens. I think I speak for everyone when I say I am both excited and not very hopeful. See Louise, you wouldn't get this level of cutting edge reporting at the BBC. That's too true Rob. We are on tenterhooks here as Dharma is about to start her relaxing meditation. Let's hope the chickens enjoy it as much as we will. Oh, it better bleed him, I've got an entire workforce screaming down my ear roll about getting paid in full. Oh, I'll be wringing her ippy dippy neck if she don't get those chickens laying my eggs. I ask you, my brothers and sisters, to be at peace and place your third eye entirely on the hens. Chickens, I ask you to close your eyes and breathe in deeply through your beaks. Imagine you're in a beautiful field with no fencing and all the seeds you could wish for. You are free. You let out a cluck of relief. Then you allow your eggs to drop beneath you and float away. You no longer need to hold on to them. Let go of that negativity. Be free. On your next exhale, open your eyes. Okay, listeners, that was the meditation. The chickens didn't seem to respond. If you can believe it, they didn't even close their eyes. It's almost as if chickens can't meditate. Uh, Louise? Oh, yes, my itty pretty chicks. Well done, you're so clever. I can't quite believe what I'm seeing, Piddleton. Several chickens have returned to their coop and have begun laying eggs. Dharma, how did you do it? I did nothing. I was merely the messenger for a higher spiritual power. If listeners would like to hear more guided meditation, then please log on to www.sunshinespiritualservices.co.uk where a full subscription can be purchased for a mere £59.99 a week. How generous! Thanks, Dharma. And Kathleen, you... Kathleen? Where did she... Oh, goodness! Listeners, I'm sorry to report that Kathleen seems to have passed out during Dharma's relaxation meditation. Kathleen, can you hear me? Oh, hello. Take a chill pill. I'm fine. In fact, I feel better than ever. Do you not feel stressed about running the quiche factory anymore? No, love. I'm letting go of my negativity. Well, it appears that it's not only the chickens who have benefited from Dharma's intervention. With the hens laying again, it looks like the egg disaster is at last over. You know, Louise, your coverage really has been excellent. Thank you, Rob. But I'm not sure you know what the cluck you're talking about. Well, that's it for another day here in Piddleton. Thanks for tuning in, listeners. Have a good evening. You've been listening to Piddleton FM.